Welcome to SelfDiscoveryMedia.com, where we discover the communities that are making a difference in the lives of others. Our self-discovery is something we are all making on our life's journey. Here you will find the people that will be your guidance, that will be your inspiration, that will be there for you in support on your journey of life. Do enjoy. Our next show is... Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Ignite Your Heart and Soul right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I am your host, Sarah Troy, and my guest here today is Shiraz Walji. We've known each other for a very, very long time, and it's actually interesting because 10 years ago, she did an interview for me at her Astral Connections, which we're going to be talking about those Astral Connections today. And it was a cafe that she had at the time and she interviewed me. And it's one of the few interviews I've had where I really felt that I was being heard and being spoken to and being asked the right questions. And it's, I listened back to it the other day. And although my hair is blonde and um, I look younger. Uh, the content of what I'm saying is still what I say today. It's, you know, so you brought out that truth and authenticity in me and we've just done another show as well on your network. And, but it's delighting, you know, delighted to have you back here as well. So, you know, you kind of describe yourself as a geek. You were into metaphysics from a very, very young age. Um, lots of reading, lots of research and, you know, um, you kind of let go of your education to start the writing of your passions. And, and eventually it was a force that just propelled you forward to leading you to Astral Connections Cafe. And then that, you know, kind of shifted and went into a different directions. And uh, you are now work, um, involved. Uh, you became Young Living NLP, Reiki Theater, Healing, Hypnotherapy, Mediumship, Crystals, Crystal Healing, Emotional <laughs> Code, Matrix, Energetics, various advisors, other modalities. In other words, quite qualified in doing what you're doing. And, uh, and now you've aligned your astral connections with David Sarida um, and the Light Stream. And, and you head up the Department of Technology there and uh, we'll find out more about him and the work that you're doing there as well but to say that you are actually immersed in what you're doing and what those astral connections are um, because they are connections in so many different ways aren't they welcome to the show love absolutely um so when we talk about connections i mean we go we experience connections all through our lives right Mm -hmm. with our family, with our faith, with our loved ones. And then there's this other connection, the, the connection to the unknown, the connection to spirit, the connection to another world, we can call it. And in my life journey, it seems something's, being, something's been there to lead me at every step of the way whether it's as a as a 10 year old with the death of my grandmother whether it's um you know in my teens i had a, a seizure and that opened up um you know seeing auras and and other mm -hmm. such um clairs in my life and then life situations you know financial breakdowns marital breakdowns um, that kind of, you know, that two by four that you, mm -hmm. you get, you get that, you know, you got to change your life, girl, something's, something's not right. And something's got to change. Yeah. And then you go on that, on that search for the unknown. 
And then that search for the unknown leads you into all kinds of messes, first of all, before you find love and light, right? Mm -hmm. And, um, and even finding that love and light is a process. It's not a one-time thing. Yeah. You're, you're always in that search. And you're always being drawn to, into different directions that you're feeling led into as well. Mm. And you have to allow yourself to go into as well. It's not a manual. I think this is where a lot of people have a problem in kind of embracing spirituality per se is because it is a trust. It is an allowing. It is that faith of, of believing and trusting that cosmic energy. And you don't need to have, you know, all your I's and T's dotted and crossed and everything else because you trust that process. You trust that feeling. And it's hard for a lot of people because they really do live their lives by manuals or, you know, paint by colors, numbers. Um, and we have to let go of that. You know, they all cosmic two by four. No, no, you're going in the wrong way. Are you listening to me? Hey, hey, are you <laughs> listening to me? Tap, tap. All right, okay. Whackaroo. All right. Now, while you're down there, <laughs> have a good thing and feel yes. about where you want to go next. And, and a lot of spirituality, all of spirituality and love and, and energy and everything is a feeling, isn't it? It absolutely is. And that feeling kind of, like you use the word knocks at you, but it's not always knocks at you. <laughs> and um, what I want to say is like, sometimes you'll find that your lowest times is where you'll find yourself. Yes. So, so when you're the lowest or you feel the lowest, you're not even the lowest because it's all an illusion after all anyways, yeah. right? Yeah. And so when you feel the lowest, that's when you'll probably reach within. Mm -hmm. And you'll be, you'll be, you'll be searching for answers within and, and then you'll discover a beautiful, amazing world because when you go within, you're actually building a relationship with none other but yourself. Which is who you go with every single day, every single moment of your life Absolutely. until the end of this vessel and then That's your spirit right. goes on. So right. why are we having conflict with ourselves? Why don't Correct. we just follow? Right, and, and in that, in that, I like to call it um, interaction rather than conflict, right? Because mm -hmm. um, yes, you feel like you're in conflict, but again, that feeling of conflict is again, it's not even there, it's not even real. That conflict is, is there just to show you who you are. And as you go through your life, um, going through different... Um, experiences you will find yourself growing in the knowing of yourself yes 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 <laughs> <laughs> the knowingness as you know i'm always speaking to that you know and it's uh, again it comes down to it you have a whole lot more control when you let go of control right and a lot of people just do not understand that but it's just by just surrendering tuning in opening up those channels being aware you know, taking that step in trust, that leap off the abyss, blind, deaf, and dumb in order to see, hear, and feel. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we then are immersed in our journey. We're participating Correct. in our journey. The expectation is in the wonderment, not about, well, isn't this meant to come next? No, allow what is to come next. But an yeah. awful lot of trust has to happen there, doesn't it? 
It absolutely does. And when we talk about astral connections, let's talk about the physical space first. When, when I was running astral connections, the physical space, when I got there and I met my, my partner who I was going to work with in this business, she was a beautiful, is, is a beautiful, beautiful soul. Um, but she was having difficulty running her business and, and I made the decision to help her. And that time was a, was a, a breakdown in my life financially, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. emotionally, spiritually. But this passion of mine to help other people called to me to help in this situation as yeah. well, right? And I've always been that person that always wants to help other people. And so, but I'm going into this, this situation where really, although I've read books on um, ancient civilizations, UFOs, um, astral connection, astral body, astral travel, um, crystals, all, I've read, I've read a lot, a lot, a lot on all these metaphysical subjects and intrigued by it, you know, Bigfoot and, mm. and whatever you can think of, you know, the ancient mysteries or the time series, you know, um, um, ancient civilizations, yep. you know, you watch them, you read about them. But now I'm in a place where this person promotes these things. And now it's not about just reading about it. It's about experiencing it. You know, I knew nothing about crystals when I, when I started at Astral Connections. And it was thanks to my partner, Lois Finettes, that I actually, she's like, just hold it, you know. Mm -hmm. And, and my, my concern when I got there was, well, how am I going to make this business prosper, right? That was what that was going through my head, right? I know nothing about it, but I also know in business, you know, whether you're selling a widget or or, or an apple or whatever it is, it's the same thing. Yes, it's a, yes. it's about it's finding the need. It's finding the need and the production, you know, the supply and creating the demand. Yeah, it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter what it is. It's about connection. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, it's about yes. connection. So then I embarked on connecting with this so-called crystal. <laughs> she that she had it in my hand and you know first week nothing I, I listened to her exactly what she said just carry it in your pocket every now and then pull it out and feel it and just be with it yeah and and so a few weeks go by and all of a sudden I start feeling things in this rose quartz crystal that mm -hmm. she gave me I've got one here too somewhere <laughs> <laughs> right and, and all of a sudden, my dreams start changing. Mm -hmm. And my, my, I used to see auras when I had that seizure when I was younger, mm -hmm. but I hadn't seen them in a while, and all of a sudden, I'm see, seeing auras. And at the store, not only did we sell metaphysical products, but we used to have workshops and lecturers come in and present their ideas and concepts to share with others. So I embarked on expanding that. We used to have, like, maybe... A, a workshop or a lecture a day mm -hmm. and I had the privilege of, of interacting with each of these individuals who came with all these different modalities whether it was hypnosis whether it was um, mediumship whether it was um, UFO sky watches uh, all kinds of very far out subject matters that I really had a uh, um, 
a reading on, I had research on, but never really experienced. Mm -hmm. And now in that, and after my experiences at Astro Connections, not only did I experience all those things, I fell in love with them. Well, you, you opened up your channels. That's you know, right. That's the thing is, um, I do a lot of work with Tom Negler, where he has a, a wonderful um, and, and HG master, ascending master Kutumi that comes through him. And uh, he has no recollection when he's, he's channeling. He goes to black. Tom does. Right. And then Kutumi comes through and you have this dialogue with Kutumi. We've done it three times now and there'll be more to come. And basically it's just opening up your channels. And again, that connection. Now he developed 30 years ago, a connection with Kutumi. Um, right. We have a mutual friend, uh, Bill Mackey. Um, he speaks to uh, Pascal fractals um right. welcome and, uh, to self-discoverymedia.com and just because we we're out of the vessel doesn't mean we're still not an entity of energy in the lives of others and right. many our who have so much to teach us stick around on our life's journey and find somebody of that frequency to channel that will be your guidance right. and, and that's inspiration all of this is all up and around us it's just tapping into those energies and when you do everything opens up and, and you don't kind of go, oh, this is bizarre. You go, oh, this is cool. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. It changes everything I, on it. <laughs> I remember my first experience. I was at Astral and, this, and there was a, a lady there and she was channeling somebody or them. I guess there's a group and they're known as Mezzanine. And um, she was channeling them. And I realized in that moment, it doesn't matter whether she's channeling or she's speaking. It's because before this you know all these thoughts are going through your head yep. is this real yeah you know is she really channeling somebody and i'm sure it's those thoughts have gone yes. through all our heads yes right? yes yes prove it prove it prove it that's the, the, the thing we've got to prove it yeah <laughs> but and then you and then you get to and you enter your heart and you realize i've never heard such beautiful words out of anyone's mouth yeah. before this yeah i mean what resonates with you stop analyzing where it came from are the right is the vibration touching you that's right. right and and i was so so mesmerized by, by the words that were being said about us as a humanity about us as um what we've accomplished together what we have yet to accomplish together what um struggles we're going through and what struggles we'll go through and it was it was so amazing that this these words were coming out of this person's mouth that all of a sudden i'm like doesn't matter it doesn't yeah. matter and from that moment on it didn't matter anymore with anything whether it was a crystal yeah whether it's, it was a psychic whether yeah, it was a medium right. yeah. i was in the experience and i was experiencing experiencing the experience yes you, right. you were allowing it to happen to you for you through yes yeah and that experience was so precious that it no longer mattered right and no longer mattered the why no longer mattered the how no longer mattered well that's what makes you a good interviewer because you're not looking at going really you, you, know, you know how to ask the question do you know because you know there i'm talking to you and sharing i played with dead people and you know some people go oh where's the white coats you know and it's and you know you just took everything in your stride because you know yeah. obviously through these connections, you, you've met everybody from all sorts and um, from all walks of life. And, you know, for me growing up, you know, playing with dead people and, and going into multiple dimensions and astro traveling, you know, was something that I just did. And well, how do you do it? I don't know. I just do it. I just do it. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. not like I book a ticket to jump a bus or get on a plane. I just, 
go and how do you know you're in another dimension how do you know you're doing this and that i don't know it's not for me to know the how it's for That's me right. to understand what the message is and remember what i said about i've read so many things well i read about astral travel too and tried some of those tricks and tricks that they share in the books but nothing happened to me back then right but after i had this experience at astral and met all these people and and um and interacted, interacted with them genuinely you know what i mean yes, like yes it wasn't something i was trying to make happen it was happening to me you evolved Yes, and, and those things started happening to me automatically. Mm -hmm. I saw aliens, I saw, mm -hmm. I had astral travel experiences, mm -hmm. yep. you know, and it was just... And, and the more you do that, the, the less you go, it's bizarre. I think it's more bizarre to think that as the human race, we're, we're it in yeah. the universe. And that's that we're so the true. supreme beings, because if that's the case, it's a very sad universe. You know, it, we, we are made up of particles of the universal material. That right. energy that's in the universe is what makes us up, uh, our blood and our energy and everything about us needs to be in flow. As the universe is always moving, although we don't see that, everything is always in flow. And when we decide to go with the flow, with that right. beautiful universal energy and let it ignite the particles inside of us in a different way, we realize that we don't have to be bound to the body, that we can go anywhere if we open up and are willing That's to travel. Right. Well, and, and quantum physics tells us, right, that unless if there is an observer, none of this exists. You close your eyes and like, what do you see? You see absolutely nothing. So unless if there's an observer, none of this exists. What happens if we all close our eyes? Yes, yes. There, there was um, uh, Doctor Strange. Um, yes. You know, I love that the movie. movie. And there is a, a part in there. He's a guy. He's a surgeon. Nobody's watched it. And um, he's brilliant. And, of course, his hands are everything. And he has an accident. And he pretty well destroys his hands. And, and it sets him on this journey. But what he's wanting is someone to fix his hands. And, uh, you know, his um, um, monk guru, whatever you want to call him, wise one, is trying to explain to him he's more than the body. And at one point pushes him out of his body. I loved that scene. I loved it. She just pushed him out of his body and he's looking at his body and realized he's not bound to the That's body. Right. And then literally right. started traveling the universe and realized he could be anywhere at any time, at any moment. And okay. you know, it was, oh, it was one of those moments yeah. for me, you know, like I right. explained it beautifully. <laughs> 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 and that's it close your eyes and you can be anywhere right yes. close your eyes and and you could be on a beach in hawaii and close yeah. your eyes and yeah. and you can be on another planet right what well, we right? we restrict ourselves so much but it, it can only be experienced physically and yes that's right and and your imagination plays the most um profound part in all this because if you can imagine it you can conceive it you can experience it and yeah. be it there's only one problem with traveling in so many dimensions. I've been in so many <laughs> places and there's certain places I'd love to go back to, but I don't know where they are. <laughs> and, and every now and again, the, you know, the memory of being in such a beautiful place comes back. And, but it's like when you're actually kind of, I think what we need to understand is that when we travel, we are traveling, we think in our physicality, but we're not right. in our physicality. You know, we're feeling ourselves as this, and entity, you, Shiraz, me, Sarah. And although you're feeling nobody, 
but you, it's because it's how we identify ourselves against everything else. And you go for these other experiences and mm -hmm. they are so utterly real because they are real. You are going yeah. through those experiences, good or bad. And sometimes when you kind of come back into to this form, into this world, and it's like, I, I would love to go back there. <laughs> you know, one but sometimes Absolutely. it's only to visit, not to stay. <laughs> it's, it's really, really fascinating. Like uh, one of the, the so-called astral or out-of-body experiences I had was... Um, I close my eyes and all of a sudden I see, I, I asked the question just before this happened was, you know, um, it is said that, you know, the experience you have when you have a spiritual experience is very different than an experience you have in the physical world where you can touch something, you can move your hand and touch something and you can actually experience the touch of that thing. It doesn't work that way. Right. Um, so I was questioning this question in my head, and all of a sudden I I um, lie down, and I have this experience where where um, you know radio snow when you're on a channel and yes on a radio channel and you can't hear the words you hear just yes yeah exactly, and so I I hear this and then I see um, lines kind of like on a heart or in a heartbeat monitor green mm -hmm. lines. And I'm like, what's going on? And the sound that I'm hearing is coming from my back, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. And it's coming from my uh, lower spine. And I try to move my hand to go touch my lower spine, mm -hmm. just like I was thinking about, right? You know, why, you know, this question of touching something or experiencing by my will, not yeah. anyone else's will, right? I wasn't able to move my hand. I wasn't yeah. able to move my arm nothing would happen but the sound traveled up my spine and up to my ear and up to my neck and I experienced this sound travel but I couldn't touch it with my hand like I wanted to to, mm -hmm. to be able to know what it was and all of a sudden it's like it's like there was this realization okay okay I get it I get it it doesn't work the same way yes it, it wasn't for you to touch it was for you to feel that's right. <laughs> you know, by an inner touch. This is, this is where the gift of the physicality comes in. Right. As a spiritual being, you are all energy. Right. When we are in these vessels and we can touch, we can taste, we can kiss, we can cry, we can see, we can hear, that feeling and of, of the physical touch is, can be very etheric. I just did a, a a show on sensuality is our creativity. And a lot of people think sensuality is automatically sexuality. sexuality. And yes, it enhances your sexuality considerably to be in your sensuality. But the sensuality is being tuned into all of your senses. It's right. igniting that universal energy within you. Right. And, and having it literally come through your hands, through your eyes, through everything, so that everything that you touch and that you do, you savor. In, right. You have such a different experience with it. And this is right. the gift of the body. And we, we are denying ourselves that wonderful gift because we're so busy living just in the body and not uniting the, the, the cosmic spirit along with it. So it's interesting. Um, I don't know if this is taboo to talk about, but there was a person who came and talked to, talked to Astral about um, experiencing an orgasm in your thumb. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> well, your nose. That one's a new one for me, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why not I mean, this, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and 
And he was there to show people how they can experience the most profound orgasm yeah. in their nose or their thumb. Yeah. And I, not I just, needing anything else. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, the, the, the thing is, is too, is that when you are in that sensuality and you do have a central sexual partner that you can ride with, you are not what I call fornicating. The lovemaking that you're doing is so beyond your body. Right. That it heightens all of those body senses into an astral feeling. Right. <laughs> but you've got to have the right partner that knows, you know, how That's to ignite right. that within Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the best the, part. The, 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 was it called it the Tantra? Yes. Right. right. So that kind of is a part of getting into that too. So, That's yeah. Right. And um, what I wanted to add to what I was saying about that experience I had was um, what I, when I first came to astral, like, you know, I was like, what, what am I doing here? Right. What, why has God led me here? Because yes, this is all amazing stuff, but it's not very practical. Mm -hmm. And, and people, and then I'd met, meet clients who've had very scary experiences. Like if the experience I just shared with you to somebody could be very scary yeah, because they can't, they can't control their physical being when they're when they're in this experience. And the experience for me ended when I realized, when I came to the realization that that question I was asking was answered. Mm -hmm. So I just want to share also that any experience anyone has as scary or whatever it may seem, it's there to answer a question for you. Yeah. It's there to answer a question for you that you're asking. And, and you'll get that realization as I did in that experience that, oh, okay, I asked this question. This thing is answering that question. And as soon as I realized that, the experience stopped, like, right. instantly. Yeah. Right? And mm -hmm. so we can have that relationship with ourselves, which is so deep and so profound that we'll answer our own questions, our own questions in the most unique and unconventional ways. If we get out of our way. Yes. Yeah. You know, um, a lot of people hear horror stories and, you know, I have one to tell. I was opening up far too much of, um, of my chakras, of my channeling at one point. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I was literally seeing people's lives just by touching them and, and, and it was all going a bit too much. And, you know, I was loving living in that dimension, but what I was not doing was protecting myself from what I call earthbounders. And it's people that have crossed over, but don't realize they've crossed over and they have not, um, evolved you know haven't ascended and instead they're wanting to come back and i had a couple of nasty experiences of the body snatchers <laughs> right. and freaking people out literally when my body is riling while they're trying to hold me down and curse whatever it was inside of me and, and there is a certain amount that you have to do to protect yourself and part of that protection is don't just do it from a place of you know like some people flatline deliberately yeah. so they can yeah, go traveling yeah. don't That's go right. from it from that point of view in in order to do it safely of opening up your world to the channel you need to raise your own frequency your own good That's vibrations right. into right. that loving state into that yeah. heart state and there you will be protected and you'll only open up what you need and uh, you know i was i was young 
I wanted to see what else I could do, and I just floodgated, you know, and uh, yeah, I mean, that maybe wasn't such a good door to open, but, you know, fortunately, I'm, I'm here, so I learned from it, but this is this thing of a lot of people, you know, we talk about ghosts, uh, yes. and I call them earthbounders, you know, because yes. for some, sometimes they just stay here, because they're, you know, they're the custodians of the place, or they're here right. to look after people until they go. Um, right. you know, they're finishing off a contract uh, and some people it's like well I'm not dead I need a body um, but I think one thing we don't realize is that we we all kind of have a contract to come and fulfill in this physical lifetime don't we absolutely absolutely and when you mentioned that example it reminded me of another situation in my life um, where I had not seen a friend for a very long time and I was sitting with him and he was sharing with me a car accident experience he had where, where um, there was flames and he was lying in the, in the gasoline and, and it burnt his back. Wow. And I remember sitting at that coffee table and it was a really long time. I was catching up and I didn't really remember very much of what was, um, what was our friendship before. But, and I'm thinking to myself, I wonder how that felt. I wonder what that experience was for this person because it must have been really horrendous, right? And that week was the craziest. I would keep burning myself in all these different... <laughs> Get for what you asked for. <laughs> I, I asked for it. Like, and then, and then um, I'm like, okay, stop. What's going on? Why do I keep burning myself? Right? Okay, but, I, and, I know what it's like now. It's okay. You can yeah, stop. Yeah. <laughs> And I was burning myself on, on things that I shouldn't burn myself, like touching yeah. keys and stuff like that. And then, and then I'm like, as soon as I had that realization thought that, okay, okay, I remember this has something to do with my conversation yeah. with my friend weeks ago. And at that moment, my hands started heating up yeah. when I realized it. And there opens up my healing abilities. Mm -hmm. So, Welcome yes, to some of these experiences can be scary and unconventional, whatever, but they're there to give you gifts, so whatever feels scary, just know it's there to give you a gift, like after that, you know, our healing journey. has. Yeah, exactly. Everything you don't know what is opening. And you know, this is the thing in a fear is a detriment to any form of creativity or progress. But you know, the fear of walking out in front of the bus and hoping it will miss you is a valid one. You know, yes, uh, the fear of dabbling in into, um, uh, you know, uh, other worlds or what some people like to call the dark world, uh, you know, where there is that the lost ones, um, you, you know, whatever what you say, I want to experience that you will experience it. We've got to realize is that the universe does not know right or wrong. It's going to respond to what you request. Right. So if you, I want to experience that, or you know, what's pain like, and all of a sudden, ow, where did that come from? You know. <laughs> uh, so you know, kind of speak to how you would like to feel and the experiences mm -hmm. that you would like to feel. And if you're wanting to know how somebody else is feeling in their pain, it, you know, it is the uh, understanding. You don't have to actually feel the pain, but it is the understanding of the anguish that they go through and how can you send loving vibration to them to help heal them? Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. It's all about love. <laughs> I mean, you know, people ask me the question, if there's one thing you wish for the world, you know, what would it be? And you know, for me, there's many answers, but a lot of the ones that comes constantly to the forefront is, is that everybody feels either the pain or the joy they inflict on another person. 
because wow. you're inflicting on pain on another person are you going to keep doing it if you feel it too if you're inflicting no, joy on another person and that joy elevates and it elevates you aren't you going to do more of that yes of course what would be your what answer? A beautiful what a beautiful um what a beautiful intention that that is um wow if you were to ask me that question i would say i would want everyone to be able to experience the best of themselves mm. mm -hmm. um because i think we 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 sell ourselves short oh, yes <laughs> <laughs> yes and and we have all these aspirations and dreams that we want to fulfill and and we keep thinking or feeling it's not possible it's not possible it's not possible i want everyone to experience that everything is possible and you know what it is it possible in the image that you think it's possible in or is it possible from a different angle that Absolutely. you hadn't thought of you know it's put out the desire and the why yes. you want that experience and then get out of your own way yes right yes absolutely absolutely getting out of our own ways is a hard thing isn't it because the human condition is always wants to know you know um i mean i call these the why shows but it's why are you doing what you're doing and what propelled you to get there you're not the but why should i do that you know what how is it what's it going to do for me or what's it going to cost me that it in the tone that you said you know why should i do that what's it going to cost me you know that is a negative but you go okay uh, why should i why should i do that Okay, and it's going to cost me? Oh, well, that's okay. Inquiring, tone yeah. of voice, you know, yeah. it changes the dialogue so completely. <laughs> and yet we like to speak more to judgment and negativity as a human race, which has become a condition of ours, rather than an inquiry and possibilities. It's so true. And, you know, just yesterday, like you, you would think that, you know, I would remember, but no, you know, I was, I was, um, I had the intuition to contact a counselor because I was searching for some help. And um, his words to me were just let go of the situation, just let go yeah. of the situation, right? Yeah. It's let it go and, 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 and um, act from the, from the place of, you know, um, from the place of love and light and not yeah. from the place of fear and anger and and you know need to need to manage something yeah yeah right act from a place of of um confidence and compassion and it was a beautiful reminder mm. and and it's like wow it's just what i needed right yeah it just that's just what i needed i'm just gonna let go now and let the chips fall where they right. may and, yeah and then deal and, with it as it is yeah. you know the the yes there is the old stitch in time saves nine and there's mm -hmm. a lot that we can do to prevent things you know mm -hmm. right than like now with the old COVID. you know masks right. on wash hands keep sanitized be smart you know don't get fearful because you make your immune system down but be sensible right common sense just like we would with anybody else with the flu we don't want it you know same yeah. kind of practices so yeah. um and but it's game we we get fed doubt and we get fed fear and we get fed everything else and and then it has two reactions you know and if people you know either adhere to it okay i hear the warning i'm going to do what i need to do because no i don't want to go down that path and other people who always feel that it's out to get them 
but whether it be COVID or whether it be anything else, those yeah. people will think everything is out to get them because yeah. they haven't yet taken onus of themselves. That's right. And, and it's a choice, right? Whether yes. you step out of the house or whether you stay in the house, um, do it responsibly. Yeah. If you're stepping out, then, then take the precautions you need to take when you step out. Yeah. And if you're indoors, then take the precautions there that, you know, to keep your own family and home safe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just like the process you were saying that you're going through right now, and it's just go through it. This is the same. It's a process yeah. we're going through right now. That's right. But, you know, the wonderment is, is like, how is this going to change us? How is this going to make us better? And you right. look at all the people that have stepped up. All the people, um, you know, where we've looked at uh, people in the grocery stores, the garbage cleaner, the truck drivers, the nurses, okay. you know, it's always been kind of, there were servants here just to serve us and we didn't appreciate them. Without yeah. them right now, where would we be? And I, that shift in gratitude, that shift in perspective and alone is a wonderful gift. Absolutely. And, and you know, the fact that we're realizing, we're realizing that how important each of us is to humanity's well-being. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. And that we have to work together in a crisis like this. Well, we should work together at all times. Yes, I mean, energy isn't just one little energy thing that's flapping right. around. That's energy right. is, is, is a whole neuron <laughs> that that's is right. in it together. And, and it's in that energy. And energy isn't something you plug in, folks, and, and download. No. Energy is something that we download from the universe. It's energy that is within us that we can ignite. And that's it's right. not energy that comes out where you get louder or yeah. you get angrier yeah. or or you use at a sporting event, it's an energy that will glow within you. It warms you up. It expands you out. It is calm. It is peaceful. And it is ever expanding. And if it isn't that, then it's not energy. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because, you know, a lot of people get misconstrued of un understanding what energy is. Yes. And uh, if we could go off to the tank and, you know, put it in, that'd be great. <laughs> we have yeah. to, we, we are being asked to go to the gas station of the universe, right? Right. <laughs> Get our liter yeah. or, or tank full of, yes. uh, of energy there. So Absolutely. it's a different source. And if you're experiencing uh, um, fear, anger, um, it's really important to understand that fear and anger can actually induce those very same symptoms that, that the virus can yes. induce, yes. right? Shortness yes. of breath. Mm. Um, and, tightness um, in the body, restriction in the lungs. Thank yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Right. Mm. And you might, you know, assume you have a virus when you really don't, you're just experiencing what you would normally experience in a flight situation, right? Fight or flight situation. And, um, so the number one thing everyone should focus on is staying away from that, that place of fear. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as I said, the, it, we're not, you know, like some war-torn countries that are literally afraid if a bomb's going to drop or machine guns are going to come into the house. And, you know, of course, we, we do still have that here in North America of people of ethnicity where, you know, people are going and being shot in their own home. Um, that's another story altogether. It's yes. not completely obliterated. But, you know, we're being asked to stay home where in, and not have the fear 
you know, right. uh, of the, right. of the kind of call, I call the Gestapo and, and the, you know, the gift of time that it's giving us and the, yeah. um, the wonderful reflection and the renewal that can come from us in new directions. And if you think about it, this is most certainly the universe's gift to us right now. They've put us yeah. on pause. Yes. Okay, now, now while you're on pause, it's, they sent us to the corner. Now, while you're in the corner, I want you to have a good think <laughs> <laughs> and feel what you would like to do when you come back out. That's and, right. And you know, what a beautiful thing, right? I mean, uh, you know, you, I, I have a passion for watching the music shows, you know, American oh, yeah. Idol and, and uh, The Voice. And yes, me too. Me too. And now we watch them and they, you know, no one's got makeup on and right. they're all in their own homes. They're all relaxed. And, <laughs> yes. And, yes. and you're like, what a, what a different experience this is. Yeah. And, and, you know, I would have never experienced this if this wasn't happening right now. Well, you know, you know, I've, I've had people commenting to you before, what if it's just a Zoom interview? No, you know, it's a proper podcast and I use Zoom as, 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 as my um, medium of doing it. Um, but this is just as legitimate, illegitimate as any studio show. It just hasn't got right. all the bells and whistles. And now you're taking all the studio people, you know, stripped of the hair and the makeup yeah. and they've got to create their own aesthetic background yes, and yes, everything yes. else themselves. And, you know, what we're doing is we're seeing them real. Yes. And, you know, it is maybe going to be hard for them to go back to the other persona because right. people like you looking at them and go, well, really, you're just like us. That's right. right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, 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 and even, even in their communication, I found they're way more relaxed. Yes. Yes, definitely. Right? And, and just in a lot of ways, kind of a little sillier, you're more humorous. Yeah, yeah, you know? And it's, it's like a breath of fresh air. You know, I'm, I'm yes. a Trevor Noah of The Daily Show, you know, that and Colbert is where I get my news because <laughs> otherwise you can't handle it. <laughs> yes. And, you know, the sense of humor over things, <laughs> not taking yourself so seriously. <laughs> but when it comes to something silliness, uh, sil uh, that is really serious, they know how to step out of the humor take you to that certain level and deliver the seriousness of it uh, and you are so much more in tuned with what they said at that time because they've relaxed you you've had right. a good laugh uh, you've seen the nonsensicalness of it and then there's that serious moment and it draws you right in as opposed to the news which is serious and <laughs> all the time and it's like oh i'm depressed <laughs> yeah um. Isn't yeah, that the same of everything in life, though? I mean, if you look back at your own depressions and your own crossroads in life, was it because you were tuning in, quote, quote, to a different channel and not hearing the news you needed to hear? Um, when, when I look back to those times in my life, they all seem to take me to a new knowing of, of life, a new, a new lesson in life, a new... Um, experience in life and a, and a new point in my life to another stage in my life where yes. I sort of evolved into a, a, a different experience altogether wow. and I wonder often when these experiences happening to us that they jolt us mm -hmm. you know out of wherever we are mm -hmm. but the next ex life experience is it seems to be another stage in our life altogether chapter and another chapter in our book of life right yes another chapter and it's like everything seems to shift the people around you shift the 
the the uh, surroundings around you shift and there's it's just like like you say a new chapter in life mm -hmm. but a new chapter with new new um props yeah you know? and, and you're going to, you know, people always worry about, but if I change or I go into this new chapter, I'm leaving people behind because they won't know me anymore. Well, that's their journey. This is yeah. your journey. This is the one you're responsible for. And right. sometimes you might have a chapter or two between you and they may come back and they've done their own journey and you re reunite or they yes. just simply might have just been those chapters of your life. And and respect and memory but you have to move on you can't let people hold you back and you know you're from a culture where it's extremely family orientated and mm -hmm. very much uh, to do with tradition and kind of yes. following certain traditions mm -hmm. and uh, you know we're seeing a lot of that now is just no we just there are traditions that work and other traditions that simply do not make sense and sometimes people have literally had to walk away right. and honor themselves and I know that's painful painful to do but at the same time if you don't you're living in a different pain yeah and it's it's so true and and i think we all experience it when when you're when you're separating from someone or parting from someone we all feel that you know oh no what am i going to do now oh no how's my life going to be different now yeah but whatever the right decision happens next <laughs> yeah. pardon me is it the right decision and, and what happens next basically uh, confirms that, okay, you made the right decision yeah. because now you're, you've moved into something even more beautiful. Why were you fearing the, right. you know, the decision in the past? And that, that something more beautiful you've moved into is a connection with self. That if you're in a turmoil, if you're, yeah. you know, if you're in a chaos, how can you connect to you? And if in order for you to have relationships with others that are true and pure, you must have that relationship with self. So we need to go in and truly connect with ourselves. And we can't do that if no. we're in a situation where we feel in many ways, you know, our spirit and our soul and our presence is compromised. That's right. And now's a good time, everyone. Take advantage yes, of it. Close yes. your eyes. Sit and yeah. sit with yourself and ask yourself those hard questions, you know, and, and go within and, and find find your heart. Find that heart space of yours and 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 move from there. Yeah. And you know, as you said, the, the fear holds us back, it cripples us, it stops us from doing anything that we really need to do. Um, now, you left astral connections, just, you know, it naturally um, dissolved in its own way. I remember, um, I remember astral connections when um, it shut down, and I was feeling sad, and I went back to visit it, um, just to see the store, and the sign was still up there. And I saw the door and I wanted to look in. And as I'm looking in, I noticed somebody had drawn a red heart with lipstick on the door. Uh. And it was so beautiful. And, and, um, and, you know, I'm like, I wonder who could this could have been, right? But it could have been anybody. Yeah. We had so many yeah. lovers there. And um, I remember thinking to myself, yeah, that's it. this is it, right? This is the end. And, um, well, the end of it know, there. It was, sign, but it, it was a sign to me of an end of that and a new beginning. Yeah, exactly. Because we never lose anything that we learn or that's ignited our heart or spirit. Right. We never ever, you know, we take that and go, okay, that was that wonderful chapter in my life. 
and I'm going to take yes. all that gave me the joy, all that I learned about myself and what else I can do, the skills and the tools, and apply it to a new adventure. And you applied it to a new adventure with David uh, Sarita. Yes. Um, so this is that's an interesting story too. It was um, well few years back I was sitting in my in my living room and now you know astral has shut down I've gone through many many different jobs and, mm -hmm. and like practical jobs tech yes. jobs the rent jobs I, yes <laughs> IT jobs and, and I'm, I'm sitting in my living room and, and I'm watching a David Sarita video and he's talking about one of his devices and I'm saying to myself if only you know I could be back in the metaphysical world yes <laughs> working a metaphysical job maybe even working with someone like David Sarita <laughs> you know and promoting his products and then maybe I'll get to try some of his products because his products were quite pricey at the time and and still are but they're worth it every single penny mm -hmm. is worth it um, and, and I'm having this thought and I go to sleep and two days later somebody says to me, you know, there's this position that you might be interested in that might be suitable for you. I think you're the perfect fit, right? And then it'll help you out and it'll help my friend out. And, and of course, and when I was interviewed, um, I didn't know I was being interviewed for David Sarita, but I was being interviewed for a position with him. And... I got to work with him and I've been working with him since. And it's been just the most beautiful experience with the devices. It's mm. been the most beautiful experience with the clients mm -hmm. um, because they've all had such amazing experiences with the, with his products and his products are frequency devices. Mm -hmm. um, what you could term PEMF, which is, um, um, electromagnetic frequency, pulse electromagnetic frequency, and uh, what you can term also, um, you can use them as a Rife device, if you know who Royal Raymond Rife is, we can talk about that in a second. Mm -hmm. um, and then you can use David Sarita's own frequencies with the devices, and David Sarita is is a, is quite the quote-unquote celebrity we talked about last time, mm -hmm. yep. as everyone else is. Mm -hmm. um, and he, he's had numerous, numerous spiritual experiences in his life that have led to his findings and inventions, um, you know, conversations with God, letters with God mm -hmm. um, that led him to, you know, Moses, Jesus, and even Muhammad and, and, and experiencing their, their um, spiritual entities in his reality. Um, and so, and he's received guidance and messages from them to lead to what he's come up with for, for humanity and shared with him, humanity. And so the main products are, he started with pendants and, um, these, he's a scientist as well. And, and, you know, he's been in the media, CNN and, and Alison mm -hmm. Cooper and, and, and and other media, Fox, and, and um, then he's been on Gaia. You can find him on Gaia. He has mm -hmm. many um, movies he's done, too, with people like Dan Aykroyd mm -hmm. and worked for NASA. So he's quite, you know, established as a scientist yeah. and established as a metaphysician. He's um, studied under people like the Dalai Lama. Mm -hmm. So, you know, not just an ordinary person. <laughs> An ordinary person doing extraordinary things. That's right. And 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 exactly. And we're all ordinary and extraordinary yes. people, though. It's, so. it's a question of what we tap into. 
Absolutely. And so his um, products, his pendants, first of all, they're infused with frequency and frequencies he discovered. And he discovered about frequency that it's that what's important is not necessarily the frequency or the number. Mm. What's important is the ratio. Mm. And that meaning there's a, there's a, so if you have a frequency one, it's not as accurate as 1.156789, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. So when you're working with uh, ratios, you're getting more accurate results. And so his frequencies are, a lot of them are ratios. And then he goes into the, this whole concept of frequency ratio and coherence. And you can learn about that when you watch his webinars and, and what that means. And he talks about how to traverse different states of spiritual experience or bliss experience right. or, or states of, of mind right. in those three concepts. And so his devices, the main one is the wand. The wand, it looks like a flashlight, mm -hmm. but it's got rubies and it's got copper and it's got tourmaline and, and other um, crystals and minerals. To, and his, his products are all natural, so that's, that's really awesome. So they so they communicate with our us organically, right? Because right. everything's natural. And then they're used to emit frequency. So you, whether you use a computer, an iPad, or whatever it is to emit the frequency, you emit the frequency, and the frequency can be something like the frequency of the sun. And sun, the sun, of course, energizes us. Right. And um, you know, I remember like the stories of um one of his first clients being a little girl who was who was healed um from a fall from a clothes dryer and um she damaged her arm and the nerves in it and working with this frequency of the sun and working with this wand helped bring the feeling back in her arm and restructured her bones and and all kinds of miraculous things um and, and that's his one number one product. And then he has something called the coil um, and star coil. And it's in the shape of a mantra, um, the star David or a mantra. And it's meant to protect our homes from things like 5G, kind of like, uh, kind of like um, an organ device, which I'm sure you've heard of. Um, but he says, you know, what an organ device does, for example, is it blocks blocks energies from entering your home or, or right. space. Whereas his device is more about harmonizing. Right. And because everything is God and everything's light and everything's love, ultimately, you can't really block it. You're not going to do you're anything. You're just changing that frequency too. Correct. Yeah. So it's yeah. all about harmonizing versus mm. blocking. And then finally, um, a third um, item is, um, actually it's not finally, there's a fourth item, but a third item is um, what he originally called the Staff of Moses, where he had God write him a letter in a dream telling him about Moses' staff, what its importance is, and what its dimensions need to be, what materials it needs mm -hmm. to be made out of, and why it's important for everyone to have one. Mm -hmm. And so he goes on that journey, and now we have also his staff of Moses, which um, is also the staff of Jesus or, or Muhammad, because we learn from 
the writings of, of these prophets as well, that they also use a staff. And, and for example, Jesus told his disciples, um, when you go out and, and share the word, um, remember, if you don't take anything else, make sure you take your staff with you. And I'm paraphrasing, it's in, it's in the Gospels, but I'm paraphrasing. And, and so that shows us there was some importance to the staff. Right. And we all know yeah. Moses and his story. Yeah. Or even Gandalf. <laughs> yes, of course, Gandalf, Merlin. Yeah, all of them. It, it's actually reminding me of a dream I had the other day. Wonderful. Um, I had a dream that the, the killing of the virus and of the COVID was done by a low frequency, not a high frequency to shoot, shoot, but a right. low frequency that was like a hum that literally wrapped itself around the COVID and just went. Phew. Wow. So I don't know what frequency that is, <laughs> <laughs> but it was a frequency that when you listen to it and it's rather like, you know, when the monks are, mm, and when mm -hmm. people go into the, you know, into that almost white light, that type yeah. of thing. So it, it is that, um, that lower vibration sound right that, that comes you know from here that's soft and gentle and instead of going it encompasses right and that's wow. and i just saw it kind of eating up the virus eating up the COVID, and not just that eating up anything else that you know was was a negative in the negative vibration yeah. yeah wow Oh, you'll have to allow me to share that. Dream yes, with, with, yes, with yeah. It's a frequency that's, it's, it's a low frequency, but it's, it, for me to describe it as a lay one, it, it's round, hum, and consistent, and it branches out the more wow. you say it, you know? Um, yes. So it's, uh, yeah, and it just literally wraps itself around it. And, and it just, you just see the, the COVID just go like dust, like that. Well, I'm a firm believer that if you had that dream, that reality manifested somewhere as a if reality someone, somehow, yes, somewhere, yes, and, yeah. and we'll, we'll see it in some form. Yes. Well, I believe there's an answer to everything. Absolutely. And I, know, I believe that energy is the answer to everything, but mm -hmm. is what frequency are we on? Um, how do we use that energy? Right. You know, a lot of people again you know think it's the high notes it's not the high notes you know yeah. love is round <laughs> i keep right. going to these things you know love is round it's like a warm blanket it's like a warm yeah. hug it is that hum you know <laughs> uh that purr of a cat you how know about, and, how about the possibility that it's every note really yes but no but these particular notes Yes. are working at a different frequency in a way that is so comforting and so loving yes. because yes, you have yes, an ethereal love that can go out an excited love an energetic that's love right. That's right. but this is and kind of a love that you know uh, where it's comforting it's like someone's yeah. loving arms around you it's like a cat purring against your chest it's like a child nestling you know it's that kind of warm embracing well, if you, immersing if, you, love. if you think of the chakras, well, the heart space is in the middle. Yeah. It's not up here and it's right. not down there, right? So, yes, absolutely. That totally corresponds with our chakra system as yeah. well. Yeah, our and then, you know, this is what we're being invited to do right now, isn't it? Step into our hearts. Mm -hmm. You know, step into that chakra. Step into love, compassion, caring, kindness, um, understanding, you know, let's let the judgment go. We, we've seen it hasn't worked for us. 
you know, who are we to judge? It, there's a great thing on Facebook where somebody's looking at these three logs and go three, and then somebody's looking at it from another angle and sees four. They're right. both right. It's just the question of the angle. So if we learn to move around and see something in its entirety, we yeah. understand its truth better. Yes, that's so true. That's so true. And, and we talked about this last time when we talked about the hologram and how a hologram can be seen from any side, but yes. still a hologram. Right? Yes, yes, yeah. I think we're becoming more 3D in yes. the way we look at things because, you know, we've looked at everything very flat and two-dimensional. And, of course, another two-dimensional and even three-dimensional is way gone. We're four, five, six, six on way up there now. And if we allow ourselves to see from our hearts, our souls, and our spirit, we are going to see so much clear, more clearly than we are just trusting our heads. Right. And I, I remember another example a friend told me, when you look at a finger, for example, you know, any side you look at it, it looks different, but yeah. it's still a finger. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, it's still your finger. It, whatever it, you... it just changes according to which you're putting up at the time. Yeah. <laughs> how you're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> and to whom you're and doing it to. <laughs> <laughs> but whether, it's, whether it is that finger or not, it is still yeah. just a finger. It's still just a finger, exactly. <laughs> I think, you know, one of the things that all of us have a conflict with at some point in time is, and, and it's there for a reason, but we seem to get caught up in the energy of it is anger. And, you know, yeah. we've all had something and we will always have something that we get angry about. Yes. But when we allow that anger to consume us and turn to hate and righteousness and judgment, it eats us up. Right. Yes. We it's can enough. be angry about something to go and ignite and do something about it. But, this this whole going down that road whom does it serve absolutely, yes, absolutely no, one. no one it's so true and somebody what we were talking about it just the other day about anger and somebody said you know um they're very um karma karma they have a karmic understanding in their in their um in their um philosophy yeah. is a good word right and so they're, they were saying, like, you know, there's people that will make you really angry in your life. And you'll, you'll, you'll bent up anger in you as a result of that. Yes. And you'll keep growing this anger. But to what end? Because they're going to be there until it's their time not to be there. You know, what we water, uh, what we feed is what will grow. Yes. Right? And okay. if you see the anger growing around you, well, you know, it's time to pick that weed or change the garden. Yes. Um, yes, yes, yes. You know, I'm, I'm divorced too. And, you know, I, I had a very angry husband and that anger was lying within him, his own discontent. And, and of course, I was the outlet for it. And when he used to try and pick a fight, I used to say the only person interested is your mirror. Right. That is whom you have to take it up with. And in, in my own coaching, I do mirror coaching. It's so hard to look at yourself in the eye yes. and BS yourself because <laughs> <laughs> your whole body looks at you and go, really? <laughs> so we need to do a bit more of that practicing and, and, and also stop looking at ourselves just from a physical human being process. This is the gift of body for this experience. That's right. But we Thank are... Thank you, Louise Hay, for, for, you know, 
reminding yeah. us about our mirrors because she's yeah. the one who really uh, reminded us when she did. And, you know, until then, no one was looking at themselves in the right. mirror. Yes. I mean, you know, if you're angry, what are you angry about? And has it got anything to do with me or am I just an outlet? And has it even got anything to do with you? Or have mm -hmm. you just allowed this to jump on you and ride you? And we know anger is hungry. You know, right. I'll go back to one of the things I use in my coach is like you take a ruler and six inches to, to um, yes, I'm still in inches, folks. Six inches to 12 inches you know, are the people <laughs> that have chosen to live in positivity. <laughs> and you have to, your four to sixes are those who are in discovery and wanting to step into that positive energy. But you have your one to three that are the piranhas. And so every time those four to sixes are evolving, this is why we say distance yourself from people, right. maybe go into solitude while you're changing your energy pattern. Because the moment you've changed that energy pattern, they're going after you and feeding, but they won't feed on the higher levels because they know they can't reach them. Right. So don't put yourself in the presence of the piranhas. Those right. piranhas are only exist on chewing up everybody else's energy. Right. Step into your own energy and allow it to grow because that energy allows everything else around you to grow. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, you spoke about your husband and, and his anger and I've had people in my life with anger mm -hmm. too. And this anger that's on the outside of us through coming yes. to us from someone else. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. And, and it's like when we were at Astro, somebody talked about um, this concept of, um, um, white karma and black karma mm -hmm. and and that they're not the same and 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 it's a white tantra and black tantra and they're not the same and you would think white tantra is good and black tantra is bad but it's not they're both just aspects of the same experience and what you explained was um, white tantra is something that's in your life as a result of your own own um, actions, your own experiences or whatever, but then there's this other form of experience we have where we have nothing to do with it and someone enters our life from yes. nowhere. Yes. <laughs> and dumps. And it's, it's, and it's just dropped into our life, whether it's a, whether it's a windfall of money or right. whether, it's, whether it's a person that's very angry with us or, or whatever situation, a car accident, mm -hmm. whatever it is, you know, I'm going along my day merrily and all of a sudden, bang, you know, yeah. um, I get really excited. Yeah. Right? Yes. yes. <laughs> so, so what is this? Where does this come from? How do we create this this uh -huh. this um, experience in our life that comes from nowhere? Which, and again, I remind everybody, it's us. Mm. We're creating it ourselves for whatever reason to uh, to remind us that we need to get back on track. Oh, you know, sometimes when it's kind of minor and not detrimental when you have those you know i'm not saying losing a limb or anything else but yes, yes. you know when you have those things and it looks like oh you know why did this happen yeah. you're there for someone else in that moment that's true too absolutely right yeah i mean I've, i have found through my life that i had literally been given directions to go somewhere and I go there to find out I'm in completely the wrong office. But the hour-long conversation I had with the person next to me needed to be had. Wow, that's so true. So true. I remember, I remember an experience where I was driving along, and um, all of a sudden I hear a voice in my head. Yes, this is one of those woo-woo things. I hear a voice in my head. 
you know, change lanes. Mm -hmm. And I'm like looking around, looking for, well, where is this coming from? There's, did someone sneak into my car? <laughs> right? <laughs> where is this voice coming from? And it's like change lanes. And I'm still looking for this voice and the voice gets louder mm -hmm. and the voice gets more authoritative. And I'm like scared. Like yes. I'm still not doing what, it, what the voice yeah. is saying, which is change lanes. Yeah, just simply change lanes, girl. <laughs> <laughs> and so finally the voice stopped. Stop. There's this pin drop silence and I'm finding my foot moving my accelerator and my brake and my, my, my uh, steering wheel and I'm changing lanes. And, and I'm not doing this. Yeah, And as I move over and I drive by, there's this like five car pileup crash. Aha. Uh -huh. Right. Well, it, it's so, like the people who, who uh, just before they get on a plane, don't get yes. on, don't get on. And, and they, they literally on. walk away. And, you know, that's, that is that kind of intuition is that we spend so much time arguing with it. Yeah. Instead of following it. And sometimes right. you may never know why you weren't meant to get on that flight or why you that's weren't right. meant to do that because it's not obvious. Yes. And sometimes it's very, very obvious to go, oh, thank you. But you just <laughs> listen. Stop arguing yeah. with it. <laughs> and just listen, right? And, and I realize in that experience, I better listen to these voices. Yes. But you know the difference between a voice that is negative, you know, a, a voice that is telling you to do some, you feel the urgency in the, in the front of your chest. Yes. Uh, if it is something that doesn't feel right, you can feel up your spine like the hairies yeah, like a like right? a crawly feeling yeah yeah and That's and it's it's like oh uh oh uh, you know i'm not listening to you but when you feel an urgency oh yes. i've got to change lanes i don't know why but i better yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you know assess it through your physicality and get your head out of the way <laughs> but and and then in that experience i'm thinking like why why was i singled out in this right what about the other five people I'm, and I'm seeing glass and I'm seeing blood on the, right, on the right. and, and maybe there's right. just they weren't in tune enough to listen or to hear yes and 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 so you know I I couldn't go very far I pulled over and started praying for everyone behind me right yeah course, yeah right? yeah and um but it just there's two lessons in that one listen and the second is how precious life is yes and how quickly I mean this is the thing is is my landlady has lost five people to COVID and her brother dropped dead of a heart attack the other day. And yes, she's older, but I mean, God, she's going to outlast me. You know, she's one of those yeah. ever ready bunnies keeps on going. Yeah. And our biggest fights is when she's trying to lift up a sheet of glass that is the size of a door with I, who's quite a bit taller than her, has having difficulty doing, oh no, I can do it. And she tries to do it. Next thing you know, it shatters everywhere because she won't <laughs> let you do things. You know, she's no. got to do it. Feisty thing. Still works when work is ready and still drives and still does everything else. And walks faster than me, you know, but all of these people dying around her that have, you know, either died suddenly or died for this COVID and that loss that she's had there. And we forget about, you know, the losses that other people are going through, you know, we go, the numbers, it's just the numbers and we've got to understand what is loss. You know, it's, you can't physically speak to someone anymore. You can't touch them anymore. <laughs> you can't have dinner with them anymore in the way you did. But yes. now we're actually communicating and connecting with them on a totally different astral level. And if we open up to that, I've done shows on people where she still 
has conversations with her husband, dines with him, everything, even though he's long gone. They, they are in tune and talking and communicating every single day. And that's just a question of opening up those channels and being willing to, to just communicate on a different level. Right. I, I hear you. Um, well, the, what you're talking about reminded me of while you were talking, I was going into a memory of uh, a mediumship experience I had where um, this is my first mediumship experience where not, I just witnessed a mediumship in action um, calling on different audience members mm -hmm. um, with, with, their, with their loved ones and their stories. And then after this, this um, session, she was to teach us how to do our mediumship. Mm -hmm. And so I'm on the podium and she's like, you're the medium now. <laughs> yeah and and all of a sudden i'm like okay i'm the medium now because remember i'm in this place where i'm like i'm not questioning anything i'm mm -hmm. just i am what going for the experience I am, right yeah I'm experiencing it and so it was instantaneous all of a sudden i see a train coming at me mm -hmm. and like I'm, I'm i'm traveling through this train i'm on this train it's like feels like it's in the 50s or something and i'm seeing all these people and i see a little boy with the with a um, with a pocket watch and he's and he's waving it and that was my and, but it was so real yes. it was so real yes. and I was right there and I knew I was living and these people around me were not mm -hmm. you know and I don't know why that experience happened in that moment I had no intention of who I was gonna call into being right. or anything like that no. it was just you know, random experience yeah. that happened to me and, and again that is you know um i'm a different type of medium you know uh, yes. all my life and my mother the same and my son too though he doesn't kind of openly admit to it there was he, he had experience even from the age of five is that when people are crossing over and they need help yes. you know to realize they need to be shown the light when the oklahoma bombings happened uh going way back my son was little and it took him a few days. I knew he was bothered. And what is, what is it? And he goes, well, I had this dream. And he was telling me about these people in half a building with, <coughs> bar, <coughs> excuse me, with bars there. And they couldn't get out and go to the door of light. And yeah. he had to climb the building to open up the bars and, and take them into the light because they yeah. didn't have to do it themselves. This is something I've done through my whole life my mother and my grandmother beforehand right. and it's like can you conjure them up no i have dead people come and talk to me when they want something that it's not i'm not the medium where i'll conjure them up it's yes. when they want to come in and they want to say something okay. um and they've got a message for someone that you know then it's there uh, he was kind of a little spooked from it mm -hmm. you know i've gone to funerals where the person has come to me and say please give this message you know, and it's like you go and give the message and and it's a little bit of a shock for people, but it, somewhere in the back of their mind, it becomes something calming. Yeah. You know, even if they don't yeah. want to believe it at first, but we don't think this. There is no thought. This is a transference of feeling energy into an right. understanding of a dimension or of a, uh, of a different platform, a different sphere that you're in. And right. we can only relate what we see and hear. And that's yeah. all we're meant to relate and see and hear. Absolutely. I remember 
an incident. I was at Astro and um, I had a friend who I made a friend. It's, it's a very interesting story, this friend as well, in that I had a, I had a reading from a psychic at Astro and she said to me, in a very short time, you're going you're gonna to experience a shopping spirit. You're going to be able to say, I want this, I want this, I want this, I want this. And you're going to be able to have anything and everything you wanted. And so what happens in our mind, we think of a shopping spree <laughs> where we're going to win some money and we're going to be in a shopping cart. We're going to be, you know, going down aisles, picking what we want and putting it in the shopping cart. But that's not how it happened for me. Mm-hmm. A couple came into Astro and said, we want to help you. And we want to help you um, improve your store. And we'll do everything. You just have to tell us what you need. And so, you know, they're, they, the next day they would come to me and show me samples. Do you like this color? Do you like this color? <laughs> and, and I realized, oh, my God, that's my shopping street. Yes, yes. On my shopping street. Yeah. But I became very good friends with these two people. And one day I'm at Astro and I get this text and it simply said, Daryl, heart, help. Those are the three words. And I'm like, what's going on, right? And I'm like, God, whatever this is, I'm going to go there right now. I'm walking away from the store, look after the store, and um, I'm going to go find out what this is. And, and I get the words in my head, say to her, find the peace. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so when I got there, yes, Daryl's heart had stopped. Um, you know, there was, there was paramedics there and he was on the stretcher and there's just her husband and they were wheeling him away and she was, you know, at my feet crying. Mm -hmm. And as I lift her up, I say in her ear, you know, find the peace. Mm -hmm. And, um, to this day, she says me, says to me that those three words was, were exactly what she needed to hear because she, she was able to compose herself as a result of right yeah it's it's you know we we don't know what each one of our gifts are going to be you know um david has been given his gift this way you know tom is the channel every single one of us has a different gift you've found yours i found mine um it is not for me to question the messages that come it is for me just to speak them that is the knowingness i knew you know when we got this phone call early in the morning that her brother uh, was on his way to the hospital I knew that was it and I knew I had yeah. to prepare for prepare her and then it came up an hour or so later he's right. gone and I actually do have people who call me when they lose someone because I know what to say and it's not me yeah. it's not Sarah it's yeah. just whatever is within me it knows what to say at that time right. and it's you know the thing is every single one of us has something in it it's not like we're not trying to be yes. Oprah's or david's Absolutely. or this or that what right. is in you that's that right every one of you people. is a medium every yes. one of you is a psychic yeah every one of you is a channeler uh you know i never knew how to channel or how what channeling was and after one workshop at astro you know yeah now when i pick up a pen and just go within i start writing yeah you know yes. and and every single one of us has that ability yes and, and and allow it i always go back to yes. allow allow know? it absolutely yeah. step out of intellectualism of it i need to understand this i had a friend like mm-hmm. that and he drove me crazy every single day we took the dog for a walk and it, it would be oh, but i need to understand this i'm a conduit why why did it get to yes. me and i said it is a gift will you shut up and just use it 
<laughs> and now he does. You know, he's he's yeah. an amazing healer, and uh, it, you know, he's he's really finally embraced it. But he was driving me crazy there in the beginning because I need to understand. I said, no, all you need to understand is how to use it, not why you were given it. And that is that is the left brain right brain divide, right? And yeah. You know, the the more logical you are, the more mathematical you are, yes. the more. <laughs> Well, I, I'm definitely not mathematical, that's for sure. I think I've been blessed because I've, I'm mathematical and spiritual, but I will say that as my spiritual and, and um, um, le- uh, right brain um, faculties have opened up, my left brain tends to want to be, um, what's the word, lazy. <laughs> yes, less dominant right yeah it's, yeah it's I'm, like, I'm, you know, why are we talking about these numbers just <laughs> yeah exactly I'm, I'm a complete non-academic i mean none yes. of my knowledge it comes from academic I, out of 12 years of schooling i only had six because i was a very sickly child and yes. i left school after a certain point because i missed so much there was never any hope of catching up so everything i've learned is is intuitive intellect is soul, heart, and spirit intellect, in, and trusting that knowingness and, and learning from that, learning from the experience, what connects, what sticks. And I, we know, again, we, we sell ourselves so short by labeling ourselves, by limiting ourselves, by trying to live up to an illusion and an expectation. And if we let that go, like you let it go, and you decided just to allow, take your journey, explore, you read all about it, yeah. Right. And then it was, well, this is fine that I'm reading this, but I've got to practice this now. I've got to step into actionism. Yeah. And then, then you were willing to experience it. But if you're not willing to be open, that free will yes. to be open and going for the experience. And there may be some anxiety because it's unknown. But yes. the willingness to experience the unknown yes. in trust, that's mm-hmm. when you really start opening up. Then you've done that and your journey is quite extraordinary. And this is where you are now. Thank the Lord. I'm very grateful for my every life experience. Mm-hmm. Um, no regrets as you know, I've had regrets at the time when, yes. when those things happened, but now looking back, I have no regrets because right. they've all been experienced that have, that have um, created growth in my life. Mm-hmm. And, and that growth has led to new beautiful experiences and new beautiful people entering my life and new beautiful surroundings and you know i would have never met you sarah if it wasn't for astral connection exactly exactly and you know it's i know it's been a number of years since we reconnected but the the signature is no different you know as soon as we was "Ah, right back in it (laughs) and we just got to make sure we don't leave it another 10 years Yes. Uh, but each one of us has been on our own individual journey of growth and now is a good time to come back and share that growth absolutely thank you sarah thank you so much for this uh oh, my pleasure but how do people get hold of you how do they get hold of um, david's uh, program you know where oh. where do people find you now um the best place to probably find me right now is um i've had some technical drama we'll call it in my life and so my website is struggling and my online entity is struggling but you can email me simply at shiros at gmail.com you spell that please love for people who don't know yes s is in sam h is in harry a is in apple h is in harry i is in india r is in robert o is in october and z is in zebra 
at gmail.com. And you can find me on Facebook as Shiro's Walji. My last name is W-A-L-J-I. And you can call me, text me at 778-386-1786. As for David Sarita, he has one website. All other websites that lead to him aren't his. Um, David Sarita .co. So it's davidsarita.co, not .com, but .co. And um, feel free to reach out to me. And um, when you re reach davidsarita.co, you'll probably find me or get in touch with me. You're anyways. the gatekeeper there, yeah. <laughs> That's right. Um, so um, I look forward to talking to all of you and connecting with all of you on an astral level and on a... On a yes. Right even even it's just level. to reach out and have a chat. You've, you've got Absolutely. a connection here and you'd like to know more, you know, and Absolutely. you know, if you don't know how, how David things sits into your life, but just you're inquiring and, you know, inquiry yes. minds want to know. So. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and David's an amazing, amazing individual. Um, you can also, when you go to the website, if you click on the learn more section, that's where we have all our videos of him teaching about his products. Um, our website is quite unique in that when you go to it, if you, if you peruse the different pages, every page has a little video or a little audio mm -hmm. where he's telling something about the product. So don't, it's not just one page, explore the website, get to know it, become familiar with it. It's quite organic and, and, and hopefully that relationship will, will be, um, will be something that enhances your life and your journey as well. Um, opening up your own you can also frequency. find me on YouTube. You can yeah. find me on YouTube as Astral Connections, probably, or, or just Cheryl's Walgy, and, and feel free to find me there. And you're also on LinkedIn, too, under Cheryl. Yes, and I'm on LinkedIn. Um, you can find me on LinkedIn. And just want to also add that Sarah's interview I did many years back mm -hmm. is on YouTube, and you yes. can find it there, and you can have a feel for... Um, Sarah then and Sarah now and you'll the signature that she talks about it's the very same signature yeah, it, it truly is. is I am what I am <laughs> I just I've just evolved a little bit but the core of me is the same and I think that's I think that's one of the important things in life what is your core everything else is an expansion of that it is you know I consider myself this willow tree you know very deep rooted good strong sturdy trunk but my my branches are constantly swaying and constantly yeah. growing and I think that's the, your core keep yeah. your core grounded and keep your core solid but allow yourself to branch out and to grow and to explore and uh, the core of me has not changed no <laughs> nor has it with you either it's no. just grown it's just yeah, grown. I'm so Rose and uh, I'm still that same person back then that I was yeah. now at least I feel happier like I though am. I can feel happier now <laughs> than when you were right then because oh, you were in the transition at that time so yes. I can feel a lot you know, you're where you're meant to be now doing what you're meant to be doing you know it's really interesting um back then i was told by a psychic that your your future is going to be with um with sound healing mm. and back then i used to think it was well how is that because you know i don't have any sound healing mo modality in in my um bag of trips tricks for lack of a better word um i sing and I, you know i um sing in a choir and i sing and i love singing and mm -hmm. it really is a big joy maybe that's what it is but now i realize it's david sarita his frequency yeah. devices 
they're magical. I mean, my very first experience and my very last experience with his devices is magical and I urge every one of you to explore his website. Yeah. And you know, I'm a huge person on frequency and on sound. Um, mm -hmm. You know, when I get, um, I don't right well, now. Well, Bill, right? Yeah, it, it's, 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 um, it's a healing thing for me emotionally because mm -hmm. if I step into anxiety or depression, you know, it's music and it's not the words and it's not, you know, the beat of the music. I look for yes. the music that is very rhythmic and yes. I, it changes my frequency up in my whole body, resets right. me. So, you know, sound therapy, you know, is so important because what it's, it's so doing is going and into the frequency in your body and resetting you where that you just simply can't do it yourself. And the uniqueness of David Sarita's products is you're not going to hear anything. Yes. But your body the is, sound is, is psyche is. through yeah. the devices yeah. and you're going to meditate. Yeah. And you're going to be in your place of calm and experience it. Yeah. And, and um, I'd love to hear your experiences when you experience them, if and when you ever embark on this journey. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, the, the proof is in the pudding. It's not like, well, well did it work? Did it work? It's just, just allow it to immerse itself through the body, keep using it, and you will see how your life will change. You know, we're all busy looking for results. That downloaded app, is it instant? Is it happening? No, mm -hmm. everything takes its own process and its own time. The more you resist, the more difficult you, it is. The more you're open to it, the quicker it can help. So it's up to us. It's always up to us, isn't it? And breathe. And breathe. Yes. <laughs> don't go through. Oh, I'm only in your breath. Yes. <laughs> Which we all do now and again. <laughs> yes. Breathe. Let it out. Breathe in. And, uh, because that is not just literally the breath of life, but it is, it, is the, it is the frequency and the vibration of life too in your breath. So. And, and all these lessons Sarah and I bring to you, breathing, um, mm. letting go, mm. We're all lessons that we um, receive from someone else in our lives at, yes. at one time. Exactly. And so we're able to bring it to you. And one day you are going to give that right. lesson to someone else. Right. That, that's sharing the knowledge. That's exactly what self-discovery media is all about. Sharing the knowledge, inspiring for invitation. When you inspire somebody else by your story, you're inviting them to take their own journey. And Absolutely. you know, that's the best teachers are those that have gone through the process. Um, yes. And because you can relate to them. And then it's like, that is of interest to me. It's peaking me. I want to know more. Right? Mm -hmm. so, right. All we do out here is give you the music. It's up to you how you tune in. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, I have been on your show recently, which will be coming out when? So I can let people know. Um, I, it's ready. I just want you to check it out before I post it. <laughs> <Okay. singing. laughs> Go with it, love. I, you know, it's any okay. faux pas, their faux pas, just... I'm an organic person, so just put it okay. out there. <laughs> Same here. Same here. Wonderful. So All right. it's ready. You should see it in the next couple of days. I'll, I sent you the link already. <laughs> Excellent. Wonderful. Good. So, and then I will obviously add that link to your show posting here as well. And so people can catch it as well. And, uh, you know, it's, that, you know, life is about sharing. It is about those beautiful energies coming together because when those energies come together, they, you know, I always say, what is your instrument in life? Once you've learned to play it, find your orchestra. And when you get together with any other energies, it's the other orchestras. You know, whether it's a band, a group, or an orchestra, it's about sharing and, and elevating that experience. And that's really where the authority of life is. So thank you so much. Thank for you. It's been wonderful having you on here. 
Thank you, Sarah. It's, it's always fun when I connect with you and it always feels like we pick up where we left yeah, off. Exactly. And we have to physically see each other soon. <laughs> We're let out of our cages. Virtual <laughs> hug for now. Yes. Hug, hug. <laughs> and everyone else out there, please, you know, it's let it go, let it go, let it go. Step into the knowingness. Take those deep breaths. Allow things to come to you. Don't preconceive, don't judge, don't demand, and just experience because truly and utterly that's what life is all about. That's right. Until next time, folks. Bye for now. We hope you enjoyed the show. We look forward to bringing you more shows. Please go to selfdiscoverymedia.com slash shows and you will see the incredible lineup of genres and shows that we have for you. We are here to make a difference in your life. Thank you for listening.